Hello guys, welcome to Conversations with Nick and Yaya. I'm Nick. I'm Yaya. And today our guest is Hal. He's my cousin. Say hi, man. Hey, I'm Hal. Hey guys, uh, did, you, did you hear about the Amna AGM? Yeah, man, it's like totally, wow. It's like the star news is like totally like pushing all the news on the Amno AGM and there's a lot of controversial stuff going on in the hall. And I, I thought it was a really crazy uh, meeting, man. <laughs> I, I, didn't, cra- I didn't know what was happening. I thought they were all like cool people and when, when this event started and then everyone went crazy. You see, whenever... Okay, I got this friend, he actually calls it a... Uh, no offense to everyone else, but they call this like a like a racist gathering just to <laughs> just to actually uh, talk about their race, and then they are like so empowered about it. It's whatever they said is like totally is like opposite. You know, it's like total opposite. Yeah. What do you think, man? But I think they they want to please the Malay Malay demographic so much they had to like bring up some very Malay centric uh, yeah that's like one thing they policies. need to they have no choice you know the thing is like whenever they go there they, uh, whenever they go out especially like you no, know, just normal conferences they were like oh we support Malaysia 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 and then all, all of a sudden in the AGM they started shout, chanting Hidop Melayu Hidop Melayu Hidop Melayu and it's but I think is even even the Prime Minister doesn't have control over AMNO because in AMNO there's a lot of uh, smaller smaller uh, smaller smaller uh, district offices and like they they have so much influence over the how how Amno like runs that you you can't even like uh, control the Amno AGM because if you say something so radical and say we must all be together in an Amno meeting and they they would go against you and you won't have the you won't have the party anymore and they will, they yeah, will spawn that, that is one thing they have to take into account um, yeah, again, in the Amno AGM, the one that is so big topic is, of course, the Sedition Act. All right, talk, speaking about the Sedition Act, I do not know what is our Prime Minister's stand on the uh, Sedition Act. At first, he was like against it and then all of a sudden, he's so for it. And then the, the public is, of course, some of the public are, of course, against it. Especially uh, the, the University of Malaya, one of the lecturers, Asmi Sharom, one of the columnists in the Star itself, uh, got detained from because of the Sedition Act as well. Yeah, I heard of that story. It was really, it was really sad, like reading that story because he was a lecturer and he's it's giving he's giving a uh, his educational point of view and he he had to be arrested for that. I mean, if you're doing a job and you have nothing to worry about. It's it's uh like your your job and you're a lecturer out of all, yeah. yeah and you am and if you have to be scared of the Sedition Act, I have nothing to say anymore. Do you know what the Sedition Act does? I mean, okay, so the Sedition Act was formed before the uh, federal constitution during uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, 1956 by the British by the British to control uh the Malaysian population during when we were getting our independence because there was a lot of small riots because of uh, like the British were losing control basically. Losing control of the public. And, la, of, and they wanted to keep control. So the Sedition Act basically says that if you're, if you're saying anything that may cause a riot or a uh, public uh, unrest, you can be charged under the Sedition Act and it's a... Yeah, you can be charged on the Sedition no, I, Act. I kind of think that the Sedition Act is not really some... You know, you see that it, 
it's by the British. All right. And then it's brought forward to our the federal constitution of Malaysia. I mean, it's brought forward to our, our current system in Malaysia. Lah. But one thing you can say that, you see, rioting, protesting, some say it's not our culture, but the fact that the Malayan Union was not in Malaysia because of protests from the UMNO people yeah. itself. You know that, right? That's very true. <laughs> That's very true. So, to come to say of it, I, I mean, don't, I don't pro- think Sedition Act is like... Protests and riots are basically when people think the government's wrong and they want to change it. Yeah. It's it's a good thing. It's it's a part of democracy. If there is no riots, the the French Revolution would never have happened. Yeah, true. How do you think you would uh, react to a government that uh, goes against riots? That's basically North Korea already. That's a dictatorship. Yeah. So I kind of think that Sedition Act is not... Um, you know, in in this world of technology and stuff like that, uh, Sedition Act has gone through, but in... I feel the Sedition Act goes against the freedom of expression and freedom oh, of speech. Oh, definitely a lot, man. A lot it's, of freedom it's of so, expression. It's so controlling over the, like, people and, like, what you can say when you can't say. I feel it's very... I mean, the Malaysian people are divided because some some of the... Malay radicals think that the Sedition Act has uh, been there since the start of the country during the Malay, highest point of Malay rule during the mm-hmm. Tunku Abdul Rahman times. Yeah. And they think the Sedition Act is the one that keeping the Malays together, the basically the, the government together. And I don't believe that. It's, I, I it's, don't believe that as well. It's, I don't know where that uh, thought came from because the Sedition Act is basically going against... Uh, free thinking and if your government needs to exist against free thinking why does it exist anyways <laughs> I mean true 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 yeah if you're going to be a government that goes against free thinking I, I think you're not going to succeed yeah not going to succeed run. truly it's not going to succeed let's see how the people vote let's see next, how the people vote uh, I do not know man election. I do not know it's, feel, it's still I've, a big headache yeah, politicians a- are saying some of them are like oh we go against sedition no sedition is bad and then some of them say yeah it's good it's good it's good it's good and then <sighs> very uh, big hassle. Yeah, very big hassle. So, okay, without further ado, let's talk about the 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 thing that we want to talk about. It's the Star Wars trailers came out this week. All right, the Star Wars trailers. Oh my gosh! Um, no, we want to pass it over to our guest. I mean, let's let's get our guest to talk about Star Wars trailers. Any any thoughts on it, man? Oh hi. So I got really don't understand. I'm not really understand about the trailer. So I hope. Nick can explain to me about the trailer, yeah. Hey, you're a guest, man. You talk about it. Like, just talk about it. So, uh, clearly, <laughs> clearly, he's not a big fan uh, of Star Wars. My. And me and Nick are big fans of oh Star my Wars gosh. series. The Millennium Falcon is I, back. I was, I was, I grew up during the Star Wars prequels. Yeah. I'm a bigger fan of the Star Wars prequels than the original uh, trilogy. Mm-hmm. But that's because I was, I was, I was raised Upper, like watching those movies and I didn't watch the original series until like I was already adult yeah. so I think that might be influencing my decision so, you see uh, the Star Wars prequel actually was uh, was one of our it, it defined our childhood rather than the others you know those older young, older ones like those people born in night. Uh, I mean those uh, so to say those who were uh, teenagers during the during the 1970s uh, the original series yeah. during the the original trilogy they were big fans of that but after seeing the uh, the original trilogy 
against our our own childhood, the prequel. I kind of think that the original trilogy has has a better story in terms of because it's it kind of feels really uh, unique, and then the film style is really nice. It kept that feeling in it, but yeah. when you see it's the Star Wars prequel, it's like I I think sometimes the Star Wars prequels like okay they have these certain ideas in the Star Wars prequels. And because I grew up with the with the ideas in the prequels, you kind of accept I, it. I, I accept it easier than the than the people who watched the original trilogy. Yeah, true, and, true, true. And I can understand the people who who live and die by the original trilogy. It's yeah. it's a good, it's good movies. Some people but, say that, but I, there's I, I, nothing to go like to war to. I mean, okay, so George Lucas wanted to make prequels to the story yeah. of Star Wars and. His creative vision, you should let it go, man. I mean, it's just, his story. Yeah, just, just, yeah, it is, it is his story anyway. He has his vision, but a lot of the original trilogy say that they, he spoiled the prequel. It's so terrible. I, I kind of agree to that as well, but I love Anakin Skywalker, man. <laughs> I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of yeah, Anakin but he Skywalker. Was in the original cool. trilogy also. Ah, God sorry. Vader. <laughs> okay, um, okay, enough of the. The, the last six movies Star Wars we have to talk about the future of Star Wars from the trailer what can you deduce what do you like about what you do not like about okay so the trailer was really it was giving glimpses into the movie a lot it wasn't a lot. really like a trailer trailer it was like telling how J.J. Abrams is gonna like bring the movie it wasn't really a trailer to see, tell you like what the story, what the story is, is. Be. just tell you some parts of it it's because Star Wars you already know it's gonna be stories about space from what we know of course we have Republic. the X-Wings Starfighters oh, yeah, yeah okay. that's one and I don't know about the new droid the, the football droid I don't know what to call it the football what? the football droid the droid oh the ball the oh the ball droid the oh yeah ball. yeah yeah it was I don't know like it was it, it was funny but I don't understand if it's some say be some say that was the, the original R two D two, the R two D two's uh, original. But this is a movie in the future. Yeah, that no that uh, some say during nineteen seventy seven when they started doing R two D two. Oh, this is like the this is their sketch. original sketch oh. on R, the idea. Some say I mean there was a photo saying that this was the actually I, the actual idea of R two, but then it came out with something but else. I don't know if it can be a real character because if you think about Star Wars, uh. The C-3PO and R2-D2 are real characters in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are really important characters in the movie. Like in, you see, they're, they're, in the original... The robots define... I mean, it's so cool that these two robots can actually start yeah. the whole... Yeah, and, and my childhood was born uh, like, like this. These two robots are so essential for my childhood, you know? They're like... If you talk about R2-D2 and C-3PO, they're like the best cartoon... I mean, like robotic characters I've seen my whole life. You know, there's one time Simon Peck actually said something that, you know, during uh, a new uh, a new hope, uh, Star Wars episode four, a new hope. What happens is like uh, R2D2 and C3PO actually shot shot themselves out of the the yeah, co- yeah. the command uh, ship, and then uh, and then Simon Peck says if that if two of them didn't manage to escape, the whole Star Wars story didn't even start. Yeah, that means that means C3PO and R2D2 wouldn't meet. 
uh, Luke Skywalker wouldn't meet Obi Wan Kenobi. I mean, they uh, met the, the plans wouldn't even transfer to anyone else. So, it both both of these characters actually they are the most essential, really, really important in the whole story. And the whole uh, mention of droids in the Star Wars series, I feel, is amazing. I can't amazing. wait for the time or in the future where droids are a part of my life. Yeah, and they help me. The protocol so. droid C three PO. Just having a translator droid to like uh, tell you what a uh, what a waiter is telling you in a in a foreign country where you don't know yeah, the language. it's better than it's better than Siri. <laughs> it's better uh, yeah, than Katara. So much. <laughs> so much. Okay, uh, back to the trailer. Okay, so yeah, I don't understand how the droid can impact the story. I'm not sure if the droid is a really big uh, part of the story or yeah, or it, it should be part of story. We do not know. Yeah, he might just be like a droid in a in a footage. Yeah, just they want and to then put it. Uh, one more thing. Uh, comments about uh, how do you feel about the new lightsaber? Ah, okay. <laughs> so I had mixed feelings about the lightsaber. I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool as well. Purpose, but then I was thinking, what is the practical purpose? Yeah, the practical purpose is so wrong. So when the star, uh, lightsabers were created, because the Jedi are very practical people, they, they won't create a lightsaber without having uh, a practical purpose. So the lightsaber is basically to like fight and having those... Uh, Two, uh, what do they call two, it again? Two extra thingies, I don't know, the handle uh, or something. Handguard, I think handguard, I think they're called. Uh, in like normal swordsmiths, they are called handguards. So the purpose for them is to like, when you hit a sword and it scrapes down, yeah. so it doesn't hit your hand. Yeah, it doesn't so hit your hand. It doesn't like, like take your ability to fight off of you. It doesn't so cut off a, your hand actually. It's a handguard. <laughs> it doesn't cut off your hand. So it's a handguard. Yeah. But then in the Star Wars like world, you don't need handguards because you're playing with lightsabers. Oh, that, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Maybe, or yeah. maybe, or maybe suddenly, like because of this, Anakin Skywalker won't be losing any hands anymore. Yeah, that's why. No, you see, like it. They, I think they want to try to maybe this this dark side, this the force that has been awakening, is from an old. It's somebody's hidden somewhere that is trying to. I don't know because you see from the lightsaber itself it's a medieval sword. Yeah, it looks it's like, like those it. times you know oh, those. Uh, do you think the Jedi will also have the handguards in their? Lightsaber? I don't think so. Come on, man! It, they, if the Jedi started to use that, oh my gosh, it would look because, terrible. Because even before, I don't mind. Jedi I don't mind the, the dark side having Sith, it. The dark side and the I mean the Jedi and the Sith both use similar. Uh, oh, no, at least the, the color was different. You see, dark sides they usually have those kind of special. Special kind of thing. If you see Star Wars Rebels, the Inquisitor have like like a special double-sided lightsaber plus something that yeah. it, it makes it spin, you know. Oh my gosh. So dark sides have very special lightsabers. Whereas for the, you know, the classic Jedis, they have like those simple, you know, just normal lightsabers we, we usually see since 1977. <laughs> we, have to, we have to see about it now. We have to see about it. All right, moving on from lightsabers, what do we have? The Millennium Falcon, the return of Millennium Falcon. What do you feel? I'm excited, but I'm, I'm super excited. I'm I'm wondering who's who's flying the Millennium. I'm Falcon. still wondering. We know Han Solo, we know Luke Skywalker and Princess but Leia think, will right, still be around. I think they can't be a main character. Into I mean, they will be main characters in the in the story, but they they need to pass the story on to the new generation of. Yeah, characters. of course, definitely. So I think. They'll just play a small th- role in it. Yeah, I think not a small role. I, I mean, they, they, they just will pass be a over. big role, but then I think they won't be in the next movie. Yeah. I think they would be... Uh, no, no. I, they'll I, be I, passing I, characters. They, like, they will like be in Obi- the next uh, movie, but we do not know the true story yet. Lah. 
I'm, I'm, I mean, not the next movie. I mean, the ne- movie after Force Awakens. Ah, uh, possibly because we, we they have to know. pass the story to the new actors because they, they're very old already, and I don't think they can uh, keep on acting because the future, the future, is very uncertain, and I'm not sure if they can last for the whole future of the Star Wars series. They could, they could actually. I we don't know. We really do not know about that. But the beauty of Star Wars here is, of course, like I say again, when you talk about the main characters, R two D two C three PO is one side, and we have Princess Leia, it's Luke like, Skywalker, yeah, and it's like the, it's like the prequel, uh, Anakin Skywalker, R two D two. You know these droids are amazing. They they are they are kind of so special. They are kind of the kind of the the droids that I actually think you know what what upper Anakin Skywalker. I mean Luke Skywalker and. Leia should do and and uh, they should do. They should be like Qui Gon, Qui Gon, Qui Gon. You know, Qui Gon. Be part of the force. No, not be a part of the force. They should come into the story, pass it to Obi Wan, and then leave. You mean like you mean the new Force they Awakens? They pass it to the new new characters, and then and according and according to, uh, I think J J Abrams or someone else, whatever source I took from, they say that you are in for a very sad ending. So, you might not know what hap- what will happen. You see, I think they're gonna they're gonna stretch the story. Hopefully. I think they're gonna they're gonna be the like, first movie. It's gonna be a tragic ending. Yeah, and then the second movie is gonna be like there's gonna be a climaxic ending, and then the third movie is gonna be like conclusion. I mean, like yeah, yeah. Gonna bring it. All right, man. So Star Wars, we're big Star Wars fans. So so I'm wearing, I'm wearing a Star Wars T-shirt by the way. <laughs> C3PO. <laughs> uh, I haven't. I've never bought any Star Wars mer- merchandise, but I've watched, watched every movie Amazing. at least twenty Star times. Wars. I've I've always wanted to have a marathon, but none of my friends are okay. Uh, like are Star Wars fans, they are, they, they, they're not. They're not to say they're not Star Wars friends. Uh, they're just like they're not willing to stay up twenty four hours. Just yeah, to that's watch true. That's true. Okay, enough about Star Wars. Let's talk about Malaysia versus Singapore. Uh, this oh, so you need, you need, really need to pass it to our guest here, lah. <laughs> We've been like talking so much. Our guest here is drinking his milk. <laughs> I talk about Malaysia versus Singapore, man. Malaysia versus Singapore. So Suzuki Cup, yeah. Um, cannot result. <laughs> okay, Sorry. so it's three one Malaysia won. Okay. Oh, Malaysia won. Like, okay, so. Actually, I had no idea, but... So you didn't know Malaysia won? I didn't know Malaysia won, actually, but... It's proud, la. it's proud for that, la. okay? So, and, uh... So, do you know what happened? Actually, I don't know until you guys told me. That. Okay, so... <laughs> but it's nice to know that, okay? So, okay, so halftime, it was 0-0. And after halftime, Malaysia scored one goal. And oh. so it's 1-0. And at, like, around the 70th minute, or one, I'm not sure what, what minute... Singapore scored a goal, and oh, okay. Malaysia. If if Singapore kept the tie, Malaysia would have lost because uh, Malaysia didn't have enough points to move on. So Malaysia needed to gain one more point, at least one la. Okay. at least one more point to like stay in the game. Mm. So if Malaysia, Malaysia, Malaysia tried really hard to get a goal at that last like they they had like last ten minutes actually, ten minutes. Yeah, around in ten minutes, they they were furious. They were they were striking like hell. I I've I haven't seen that much. Like I haven't seen players, Malaysian players, play that well in so long. 
I was watching it with my uncle, who's a big football fan, and he was he told me that that's the first Malaysian game he enjoyed watching in so long, mm. and I saw a lot of talents coming out, you know, a lot of uh, but. The thing is, the last goal, the third goal, was amazing. I I, I didn't really watch the game, <laughs> but, but the way you put it is like Malaysia played their first World Cup, uh, World Cup level game. <laughs> Seriously, okay, it wasn't as big as a World Cup, but for me, watching a Malaysian game like that, it was it was like me watching uh Brazil, you know, at at the World Cups. It yeah. was so like the. They were trying so hard, you know. <laughs> yeah, that, they, they were, I mean, the spirit, the, the Harimau Malaya spirit is there. It's, the Harimau Malaya spirit was there. And the crowd went like... Crazy, dirt, man. Man. The, crazy. The crowd was crazy. I, I could like feel the tension in the crowd at the last yeah, 10 yeah. minutes, you know. Because Malaysia scored a goal and they were guarding against Singapore for so long. And then the last like 15 minutes and then Singapore scored a goal. And... Malaysia was furious. Furious, definitely. They, they were like... They, they like... Oh my God. And then the last goal was amazing when uh, the Singaporean keeper came to the uh, Malaysian keeper's side because they... Uh, they were Singapore, actually Singapore had going all the way out trying to attack. Yeah, Singapore had a corner. And if they scored that corner, they would have won. And so every every Singaporean player was in, in near the um uh, It was the opposition goal. side. So, and when the Singaporean kicked the kicked the corner and the ball didn't go in and then Malaysian players got the ball counter attack they, they ran like hell to the other side and there was no players on the other side beautiful and they just kicked one straight into the um, goal and 3-1 like, man that was the last minute that was the last minute and amazing game I amazing. I, I haven't seen much and and actually there was the second goal for Malaysia I think was a was a penalty right or oh, was it? No, no, it was it was a penalty. Yeah, yeah, I remember it was a penalty. And there's a little bit of controversy if the referee got the uh, penalty right. So I think it's a little bit of controversial win for Malaysia, but hey, all's good when Malaysia wins, right? I don't know, Malaya, man. All right, so we're going to wrap things up right here. We'd like to thank How here. Say, <laughs> want to say anything you want to say? Because, okay, um, Tell us what you like. Maybe we can contact you through Twitter. Follow anybody who wants to follow you. What do you like to do? You so you like to you sing, right? You? What's your Twitter? Twitter. Um, I mean, maybe you just follow my Instagram or Facebook, something like that, and and um, just wahow, w at my Facebook. You can find me there. Then you can leave some comment and find me lah if you want it. Okay. So Ashwin's oh. still here. Ashwin still here with us. So I think we should officially declare Ashwin as our producer. Or yeah, because he's he's the guy like getting all the news. We want him, yeah. <laughs> so Ashwin came up with all the news this week. I mean, like, uh, like doing the topic. So, so yeah. Anyway, so, okay. Uh, uh, we're to invite uh, any one of you guys who's listening to this podcast to actually contact me, Nick, or Yaya. So uh, the details are in our website. No, sorry, not it's not really our website. It's on Buzzsprout. So it's all in the description. Contact us if you want to be our guest speaker. Okay. We so need a lot of guest speakers. So next week uh I won't be here. So we need at least two guests. Yeah. At yeah, least one. Yeah, yeah, I won't so be around for two I'm weeks. Going He'll to be here to see my brother graduate. 
Yeah, yeah, true. I'll be back the week after that. So good luck, guys. Uh, and this is me, Yaya, signing off. All right. So that's all for the episode two. Goodbye.